Friday. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, we had a good time in prayer, man. It was it was uh, really good. Um, okay. December 5th, 6th, 7th. What days are those, Vic? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Look, we're fasting, guys. Now, listen, I'm letting you guys off the hook, actually. Because when I fast, I fast all day. You know what? We're going to fast till 1 o'clock. Everybody say amen. Amen. So what does that mean? That means when you get your little self up and brush your teeth, that's the only food you're going to get till 1 o'clock. Now, now, drinking is okay. Just stay away from sugar. Everybody say amen to that. So that means you can have your morning coffee. Do that, because some of you can't live without coffee, okay? You need Jesus and coffee, so do that. <laughs> but, but don't eat till 1 o'clock. Now, if you got medication or something, take you a little something to take your medication. But don't sit down with eggs and bacon. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, why 1 o'clock? We're going to push past your lunchtime. I know you guys eat lunch 11, 12. No, we'll eat at 1. So we're going to fast three days in a row, the 5th, 6th, 7th, to 1 o'clock. Amen. What do we talk about? Well, some things come through fasting and praying, people. Amen. Amen. And one thing I believe also is, man, we don't sacrifice anything anymore. I mean, man, the world, that's why, that's why we were up here praying the other night. 10 o'clock, I think we left like 3 something in the morning. And, it, and it's like. You know what, it's, it's time, we want God to move mountains for us, but man, we don't give God much to, 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 I mean, what do we sacrifice, right? It's the sacrifice of praise at times, right? So it's like, man, we want to uh, continue this thing out. We're going to finish this year out in prayer. I'm going to finish, we're going to keep talking about prayer until New Year. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. All right, so prayer. So here we go. Um, here's the question. The question is, because I was really thinking about this. I shared a little bit of this the other night. If, is, it, is it that God gives me the desires of my heart or is it only God's will? Because think about it. The Bible, the Bible says, and I'm going to show you in a second. It says both. And I'm like, which one is it? You know, so I've, I've had to revamp my whole thought about prayer myself. And, and, and in order to do that, this is what I had. My mind had to go here. If you look at Jesus, was he... 100% man or 100% God? Or was he both? Or was he 50-50? He, he was 100% man and 100% God. See, some people think he was half man, half God. No, he was 100% man, 100% God. Amen. Let me tell you why he came. Well, you know why he came. He came to, to, to redeem man, and he came to bring the love of the Father, and he came. But, but... He also came because God said something, and I wish he wouldn't have said it. God says, let us make man our own image and our likeness. And then he says, and let them have dominion over the earth. I wish God would have said, let us have dominion over the earth. Because what he did was he, he, he hemmed himself up and he says, listen, I, I, man has dominion over the earth. I've given man authority and a dominion over the earth. So therefore... I can't function down there illegal. I need a body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So think about it. Adam and Eve is in the garden. What did Satan do? Satan came down and he got into the snake because Satan knows the rules. He needed a body. God wasn't willing to do that because I thought, I, I, I always thought, 
Lord, you saw Adam and Eve doing their thing. Why didn't you get involved? And then God says, I don't get involved because I'm not illegal and I can't go back on my word. So I did not come and interfere because I gave man dominion. Man should have stopped saying. But it didn't happen. Everybody said, come on now. Amen. And so so then he goes, OK, but because this happened now, I'm have to I'm going to have to legally come down there and do something about it. And that's why Jesus came. It, Jesus was God legal. So you got to remember, Jesus died. The Christ never died. So what happens? You have. You, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Everybody say amen. amen. So why did, why did Marilyn leave? Because she couldn't be illegal. Because once her body went, she couldn't stay. So your body goes back to where it belongs and where it came from, it goes back to the ground. But your soul goes back to where it belongs and where it came from, it came from the Lord. Amen. What does that got to do with prayer? Well, because... Does he give me my desires or is it just his will because he's sovereign? And I'll go, yes. It's both. 100% both. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to try to explain this without driving you crazy. Psalm 37 and 4, until you got it, it says, take the light in the Lord now. And he will give you the desires of your heart. And he will give you the desires. Heart. And some of you are going, I, I hear that scripture, I know that scripture, but before we go into the details, we got to look at this. It says, take the Lord first, though. Man, I have never seen so many unhappy Christians, man. Just unhappy, just sad, just no, no, no enjoying serving the Lord. That's what that means, taking the light. Not enjoying the Lord at all. It's just not because, no, why? Because we get so caught up in the world and everything that goes on in the world, and we so get so caught up with our lives in the world that we forget something. Mm-hmm. We forget that, man, if this thing ends tomorrow, I'm good. Mm-hmm. We forget that what the, what the greatest thing that God gave us was the gift of salvation. Everybody say amen, amen. to that. Yes, thank you, and, and so, man, I've never seen so many unhappy Christians who pray, and then it says, it, take delight in the Lord and he will give you desires of your heart. So what if I'm not happy? What if I'm not taking delight? What if I have no joy? What if I have no peace? Well, Amen. it doesn't say he's sad in the Lord and then he'll give you desires of your heart. Know why? Because you're too emotional. You'll be praying for some of the stupidest stuff on the planet and God's not going to answer it. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Not going to answer it. So it's like, which one is it? Would you give me the desires of my heart? Yes, but I'm sovereign. Amen. Some of us pray to change God's mind, and I'm going, that's tough. Because that's, the, that's to imply now that you know better. Amen. Mm-hmm. But see, this bothers me. It says, I take the Lord, and he and give me all the things I desire. And I go, well, well. It's this, it was this movie with Jim Carrey, I think it was called Bruce Almighty or something like that, when God gave him control, and Jim Carrey was getting all these, people were sending him prayers by email, and he's getting all these emails, he goes, forget this, I'm just going to say yes to everything, and the world went nuts. <laughs> went nuts. If God really gave everyone the desire of their hearts, oh man. That's right. That's right. But but think about it, though. So why put that there, though? 
Because I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm not going to pray for a, a, a Mercedes. I don't even like Mercedes. I don't know why I said that. I'm not going to pray for certain things. I'm, I've been with you longer. I'm not going to pray for that crap. And, and it, but, 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 but. I realized something. We are agents of change because God can't function down here without people. But you go, no, God can do anything. He can't go back on his word. He gave man dominion. Mm-hmm. So that means, think about it. Every time in, in the Bible when God did something, didn't he use somebody? Mm-hmm. So God is saying, your prayers, you are agents of change. Does my prayer really work? Can I really change things through prayer? Yes, because that's God functioning down here legally. All right. He's being, he's, he's, I'm doing it legal. I'm, I, I, I need someone to work through. That's why he gave us the Holy Spirit, the direct line to God. It is the, it is the, the, the Google to life. I thank God for Google, man. Because me and Julian doing homework, I'll be like, man, I don't know. Hey, hey, hey Alexa. <laughs> What's the capital of uh, uh, Siberia? I don't know. I mean, and I'm like, why do you got to know? What are you going to do? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. He says he will give me the desires of your heart. So what, what is it? Go to the next one, Mark 11. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for and this prayer. is Jesus. I think he knows what he's talking about. Therefore, I tell you, what? Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive it, and it'll be yours. Yes. So you're telling me it is, it is, it is, it is what I want. It is my way. <laughs> this, this is Jesus. I think he would know. Come on, somebody. Yes, he would. He said, and therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. It will be yours. I know you guys have been asking for stuff. I don't even got to take a poll. You don't have it. And, and it's like, wait a minute. You just, Jesus, come on now. You said whatever I ask in prayer, you're going to give it to me. Why don't I have it? Man, those of us that are parents, this stuff should be easy for us. Because every time your kid asks for something, that is a prayer. Do you always answer? Yes. But it's not always the answer they want. That's right, that's right. Every time I hear a prayer from my son, I answer it. But he don't always like the answer. Amen, somebody. Amen. So does God answer prayer all the time? He's never going to not answer your prayer. Right, right. See, the thing is, we go, God, you didn't answer our prayer. He goes, yes, I did. I just didn't say what you wanted me to say. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then the verse after this, what does it say, auntie? Oh. Or is that the only one? That was the only one for that. Uh, I'll say it. It says, whenever you stand in praying, in prayer, forgive. Forgive. You need to forgive. This is what I realized with prayer. God gives us the desires of our heart, but God, he, 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 he keeps the ability to do something. He keeps the ability to veto it. Amen. But see, you... you you're mixing me up. Cause you say you give me desires on my heart. Yeah, but do you give your? Would you give your 11-year-old the keys to your truck and say go drive? 
Well, no. It's like, it's like, it's, it's a safety, hey, Chad, it's a safety mechanism on a gun. God, God looks at prayer like this. I will give you the desires of your heart, but allow me to be sovereign. Yes, yes. It's this episode of Star Trek where, where Bones saved this woman back. It was before World War II. And Bones goes back, and they, they were always time traveling. And they saved the woman. And then Spock and Kirk figure out this woman is a good woman. She's, she's, she leads this movement of peace for America. And they, they were in Chicago. And so then what happened was uh, uh, Kirk and Spock came back, and they realized something, that this woman needs to die. She should have died. Because if she lived, that means it kept America out of the war, and the Nazis won. So the world was totally different. So what are you saying? Okay, you're trying to say something, something bad needed to happen for the good? Sometimes. Two groups of people are praying. One group is praying for John the Baptist. Head comes off. One group is praying for Peter. He shows up at the door and they don't even believe he's free. You guys are quiet. Are you listening? Mm -hmm. You got scaring the daylights out of me. Wake up. <laughs> Am I scaring you? Here's two groups of people play, praying. One was praying, I'm sure, free Paul, free, I mean, John, free John, free John. No. And then one group is praying, free Peter, free Peter, and they don't even believe it, really. And <laughs> Peter shows up and they don't even let him in. Can you imagine praying someone gets out of jail, he shows up at the house, the girl opens the door and goes, no, and slams the door back you, and goes, Peter's here. <laughs> Why aren't you praying for that? But here's the thing, two groups of prayer, God answered both prayer. See, which one is it? It's both. He gives you the desires of his heart, and God says, but I will never let your desires stop my will. Amen. To me, that's the cop-out. See, it, it, like, see, and I know you, God, you, you're not an Indian giver. Or you, you don't dangle prayer, blessings over our head. Here, jump, jump. You don't do that. You know, and I think about through life how many prayers he answered for me. But I, I think about how many in, in life he answered so many prayers just not the way I wanted him to answer it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, didn't, I thought he just didn't answer it. So I just had an attitude. But then later I found out he did answer it. It was just not the answer I wanted. That's right. That's right. So it's like, hey, dad, can I have chocolate cake at eight o'clock in the morning? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's the wrong scenario. I might say yeah to that because we just got eggs, you know, milk, you know. <laughs> Forget I said that one. That's a bad scenario. Because <laughs> I'd probably say, yeah, let's get the cake, man. But, but no, but no. But you know what I'm saying? You're going to tell your child, no, that's not good for you. Now, here's the thing. With the intent that you are so important. Everything about you is important to me. 
Everything about your future, your history, every, I, mean, I mean, your future was next, what you'll become is on my mind constantly. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I'm telling you no. Mm -hmm. Now, when I tell you no, you're going to be thinking I'm depriving you. I'm not depriving you. I'm actually looking out. Mm -hmm. I actually have your well-being. Why? Because I'm all-knowing. Yes, yes. I know better than you. The Bible says that he knows what you're going to pray before you even pray it. So what are we praying about? Well, because you're agents of change. Because he needs to function down here legally. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. So here it is. I picked, pick him up from school. My poor son. I pick him up from school. He gets in, and I go, don't say it. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Dad, I'm hungry. Don't say it. I know what you have need of before you even say it. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. So does God give me the desires of my heart? Yes. But is God sovereign and he does whatever he wants? Yeah. So which one is it? Both. Mm-hmm. Auntie, what we got next? We're at 1 John 5. 1 John, let's roll, let's roll. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. Now, I'm writing this stuff to everybody who believes in the Son of the Lord. Come on. So Son that, of God. Come on. So that you may know you have eternal life. And so that you may know you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching of God. Now, Auntie, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God. What is it, Aunt? That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears He's going to do it. And I go, see, you said... I give you the desires of your heart, but then you take it back. And you say, oh, but here's the key. It's got to be in my will, though. And I go, you took it back. And I go, but hold on, forgive me, because what I'm trying to say is, I know better. Mm -hmm. yeah. My will is how it, sh it really should go. And, and, and you know when your kids talk to you, what are they doing? They're trying to impose their will. Right, They're right. trying to get you to connect with their will. Most things I get asked, I go, yeah, go ahead. If you really look at it, how, how much do you really tell your kids no? I mean, most of the time I go, yeah, go ahead, I don't care. <laughs> hey, Dad, can I, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Dad, can I get this? Yeah, go ahead, dude. Hey, Dad, can he spend the night? <sighs> yeah, okay, dude. See what I'm saying? And I think, Man, God, you, where do we get that from? Oh, I know, we were made in your image and in your likeness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why if you only see God as God, you're going to miss it. You have to see God as the Father. Yes. The ultimate Father, and us being the evil, know how to take care of our children. And he says, how much more will I do it? See, if you see God only as the God who sits on high, the, the throne is bright, and he sends lightning bolts if you don't do what he says. He's 100% that, but then he's 100% Jesus always called him the Father. Mm -hmm. And he says, when you pray, he didn't say pray to God. He said pray to the Father. Jesus only called him God one time. And that was when he was on the cross. All the other times he was the father, the father, the father, the father. I came to show you the love of the father. If you see me, you see my father. 
That's what he come said. on, somebody, come on. Yes. So what is he saying? He said, I'm him, legal. All right, he's legal now. That's why Satan was so shocked. He showed up in hell, and he was like, what are you doing here? How'd you get here? Jesus goes, well, my body's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Came down here legally. I didn't break the rules. Amen, somebody. Yes. <laughs> so you think, see, God could have just went down to hell and, and took the keys himself without doing all that, couldn't he? No, because he said, I gave man dominion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christmas starting to make a little more sense now, ain't it? So he said, you can have this confidence that if we ask him and when we approach God that according to his will, he will, oh, his will, oh, his will, man, forget his will, I know what I want. And that's how much of, that's how much of our prayer life, that's, that's, that's the meat and potatoes of most of our prayer lives. Amen. What we want. Man, all kids ask for is what they want. They don't never ask for what they need. Mm-hmm. Know why? Because you already know what they have need of. How many times your kids say, hey, dad, I need some socks. Hey, mom, it's cold out. I need a coat. It's 12 inches of snow. I need some boots. You already have that stuff. Amen. Right, right? They only ask for what they want. It's just want, 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 want. <laughs> just want everything. Just want you 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 go somewhere, you're on the way to do something, they're asking you what we're gonna do after that. Mm-hmm. You you feed them and then they wonder it's breakfast. They want to know, hey, what are we gonna eat for lunch? You just ate breakfast. <laughs> Flesh never satisfied. Ne- I'm glad the kids are downstairs. Never satisfied. Never. And I go, I don't get mad. I don't get mad because we're the same way. Yeah, amen. Never satisfied. Always opposing our will on the Lord. Lord, my desires are your desires. You should be just as nervous as I am, just as angry as I am, just as, and God's going, nope, sorry, don't work. Mm-hmm. I don't, first of all, I don't get nervous about anything. What do you think Jesus is at the right hand doing? And I always picture this. I don't know if it's true, but I like picturing <laughs> it anyway. And I, and I can see us going, hey, God, it's, it, it, it's cold and I'm hungry. And God goes, I'm cold. Jesus, Jesus goes, yeah, they get cold. <laughs> <laughs> they get hungry. They get sleepy. Can you go, hey, God, I'm sleepy. God, like, I don't sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. And Jesus is going, hey, hey, God, yeah, you get sleepy. Remember, I was on a boat sleep. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> God made us in his image and his likeness, but he's so not us. Amen. It's ridiculous. So it's like, man, I'm counting on the Lord knowing all. So when I pray, I'm realizing something. I can change the histories. Come on now. Your prayers really do change things. But do they really, or was that what God wanted anyway? Because <laughs> it says you got to act according to his will now. Amen. So, you, so we go, man, my, my, you know what? That's God saying, yeah, I'm legally functioning through you. Because I gave man dominion. 
So I need prayers moving around down here. That's how I get things done. Do your prayer change things? Yes. But does God keep the right to veto them? Yeah. Amen. Like any other good parent. Yep. You guys are so quiet. I know. <laughs> I'm messing up your whole theology of prayer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We'll go home. <laughs> Auntie, almost done. Where are we going? Come on. And if, he, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we that know we, we have, have what, what we asked them for. Do we? Yes. But see, you're God and you're sovereign. You do what you need to do anyway. Yes. But you just said you give me the desires of my heart. Yes. <laughs> so now, Vicky, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we will have what we asked him for. But see, we have to delight in the Lord. Everybody say amen now. Amen. So if you're not really delighting, well, Oh, and then you have to forgive people. If you, if you stand in prayer with unforgiveness in your heart, well, that can be tricky. And then this one, it says, well, every time a child asks a parent for something, it is in the parent's will. When he says yes. Or she. You ever said yes to something and your kid was shocked you said yes? They asked you something and they go, okay, we'll see. We yeah, will try. Go ahead. Really? Because normally you tell me no. I know because you weren't ready then. I think you're ready now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, like a, it's like when your kid you know, gets a little older and they want to do their first sleepover. And then you try it once and then you're picking them back up at 8 o'clock because they can't make it through the night. But then they get a little more older, and then they get a little older, and then you talk to them, and they go, oh, I want to go spend the night. And you go, okay, I think you're ready. Let's try it. Why? Because I, I, I'm all-knowing. So sometimes we pray, and God actually moves, and then we're kind of shocked. Oh, wait a minute, that happened? <laughs> yeah, I think you're ready now. So you're trying to tell me a lot of times my desires Oh, they're connected to my maturity. Amen. Amen. Oh. God says, I always wanted you to have that. That is my will, and I know it's your desire. How do I know that? I put it there. Amen. I put that desire in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, not only that, I put that, that ability into you. Amen. I, I put what? Potential into you. Why? Because everything reproduces after its kind. Mm-hmm. That's what God said. Amen. Amen. So I put, that means he puts the potential inside of everything to do something. Amen. That's why you open up fruit, there's always seed in it. You open up vegetables, there's seed in it. Why? It reproduces. That's why a man and woman can have a child. Why? Because you can reproduce. And so God is saying, now, here's the thing. I want you to reproduce after me also. Amen. 
Because I gave you dominion and I need things changed according to my will. And so how am I going to do it? Through your prayers. See, I know I'm way over. No, see, because you guys are mature. We've been talking Bible for a long time. Amen. Does this make sense? Amen. This is good, by the way. It's got a little banana. Uh, um, Auntie, where are we going? I'm almost done. We're going to James 4. Go to James. Let me show you something. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Well, don't they come from the desires that battle inside of you? Wow. Man, marriage is so, is such a, a, a thing that God has ordained, and it is a lot of work. And man, it is a lot of sacrifice, and it's a lot of giving, and a lot of, uh, amen. Somebody. Amen, amen. And, 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 and a lot of times, the quarrels and fights that happen in relationships, I'm not talking about just marriages, relationships, period, and even in churches. That's how churches go separate ways, because they start this nonsense. What happens is they, they start to get off the vision, and then they put a die in front of it. Die vision. Two visions. When you get two visions, blam. You got to have one vision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen, man. Amen. So what happens at home? Where you get two visions? What happens in relationships? That's friendships. You get two visions. And then what happens? You start to battle inside of you. That's where the issues come from. They come from just the thoughts on the inside, the struggle on the inside with what? Selfishness. Desires that might not be the right thing. What causes fights and quarrels? Well, they don't they come from desire within you? Mm-hmm. See, because you got to remember the problem is the problem, not the person that we love. Amen. Not the people we're in relationship with. The, the, see, this church, we, we, can't, we can't allow that intermingle stuff. And thank God we don't have it. And if I find out. Because one, we don't judge here. Everybody say amen. Amen. We ain't kicking nobody when they're down here. Everybody amen. say amen. We're going to always edify. Always edify. Now, you might have to correct, but edification comes right after that. Amen. amen. So that, that's just the kind of environment that we want to create. But in relationships, the battles come from within. That's when it gets tricky, when the brain starts working, the emotional emotions run out of control. And then you look up and you go, oh, man. Auntie, what's the next verse? Come on. You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. So look, you desire things, so you don't have So I don't necessarily mean it means to naturally kill someone here. Mm -hmm. It means to kill someone emotionally, relationally. Everybody say amen. Amen. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have what you want, so you just strike out. You just... You kill them. Not, not to go to jail, kill them. Not to, for them to leave the planet, kill them. But you kill them in other ways. Right. Amen. All right. All right. It says you, you, you covet, with, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You want stuff that you think you should have, and my desires, and God ain't answering these desires. And I'm like, so what do I do? I get mad. I get angry. When he doesn't, talk to me. Mm-hmm. I was watching Pitch Black last night for a second. I didn't watch the whole movie. But it's this one scene where Vin Diesel is the character, and, and, and he goes, and the, and the priest is talking to him, and he goes, you know, you don't, you don't believe in God. He says, uh, a little boy grown with an umbilical cord around his neck, mom threw him away, 
uh, people treated him bad in the penal system all his life because nobody gave him a chance. And he goes, you know what? I totally believe in God. You're wrong. I totally believe in God. And I hate him. Mm. And when he said that, I went, Riddick, don't say that. I like Riddick. <laughs> but I go, that makes sense. Thinking that God has just abandoned you. When everything doesn't go the way you really want it to go or, or when stuff ain't, it's not going like you planned, our first response is usually, God, oh, see, 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 all that stuff, it doesn't work. And God is going, oh, don't say that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse, and I've never heard this thing, God, but I've, ha- I've had people who have. It's nothing worse for a child to come up and go, you don't love me. What if your child comes up and goes, you don't love me. You don't care nothing about me. I hate you. What would that do to you? Mm. Where did we get that from? We got it from the Father. And when we say that to him, he has to say probably way more thoughts about it than we do. Mm. Why? Because he sacrificed everything. He only wants what's best for us. And when we go, you hate me. You don't do what I say. You never give me what I want. Stuff is always bad. And God goes, well, okay, before you get too angry, you don't delight in me. You got unforgiveness in your heart. Mm-hmm. You got sin all in your life. I, I mean, I can't just go back on my word like that. Amen. That's like having more t- multiple kids and you go, when one gets in trouble and you go, okay, I'm going to let you go. And but then the other one gets in trouble, and now you you gotta let you let him go. Amen. So God says to avoid that. No, I'm not going back on what I say ever. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a liar. I'm not gonna go back on my word, even if something bad happens. So that means that's why God didn't stop all that madness in the garden. Mm-hmm. He gave man dominion, and he gave them instruction and power to stop it themselves, and they didn't do it. Amen. Yes, he did. So here it is. You don't have things, Auntie, because you don't ask God for them. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff we just out here trying to get, and we not. You ever stop and go? Maybe I should ask God. Amen. Amen. And I'm going. That's great, but you might want to start doing that at the beginning. Right. <laughs> don't wait till you try everything. Don't wait till you use all your means to do it. Don't wait till you try to brown nose or connive your way in. Come on, come Amen. on. Oh, man, when I was running the plant, I hated brown nosers, man. Can you say brown nose in church? Yes. Anyway, I mean, Marilyn's gone. I, she was my. It's like, man, it used to drive me nuts. You're not going to get further by acting like you like me. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, man, I, I, I can't help but think, you know, you, don't ha- you tried all these means, but you didn't ask God. It says you have not because you didn't ask. Mm-hmm. But honestly, read me further. I'm almost done. When you ask, you do not receive because see, you when ask you with ask, the wrong honestly, motives. You still don't receive. Why? Because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So I give you the desires of your heart 100%. But this guy, ha- this guy sovereign. He does whatever he wants. 100%.
<laughs> you don't, when you do ask, first of all, you don't ask. You try everything else. doesn't work. You get frustrated and mad. But then when you do ask, you don't receive because your motives for asking was all wrong. Mm -hmm. so, so when, again, when children come up and ask you something, you go, uh, no. No. No, I really want, nope. But you know what? Nope. Look, don't ask me again. <laughs> you get about twice, then don't ask me again. You're not getting that. Now, I'm only concerned about your well-being and what's best for you. Amen. But I also understand I keep telling you to clean that room up and you just won't do it. Mm -hmm. I keep telling you, you should, didn't I tell you to turn them lights out? Why you go up and turn all the lights, ceiling fans, everything on? You don't pay nothing around here. <laughs> How'd you drink a whole case of uh, 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 Arnold Palmer's in an hour? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting nothing. Come on, come on, come Amen. on. Amen. So if God, being the Heavenly Father, you know the rest. When we pray, being the Heavenly Father. That's why it says when you pray, pray to the Father. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because he has your best concern. He's only concerned about your well-being. And he trusts me. We all want to give the kids the desires of our hearts. I want my kids... To get whatever they can get. Well, I want them to live the best life that they can live. Everybody, every good parent thinks that. Where do we get it from? We got it from the Father. But along the way, man, you got to adjust, deny, make them wait. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or you're a bad parent who don't even care about your kids. Why is that Oh, running down the street waving a gun because they got a bad parent. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Why is this kid running around with snow boots on in July? Because <laughs> the parent let them have their will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Parents just like, nah, you're not wearing no, I want to wear my boots. Go ahead. <laughs> I really believe God does that. Sometimes he goes, oh, you really want that? Remember? Remember Burns. Remember when Israel kept praying for a king? And God says, you don't need a king. Mm -hmm. I'm your king. And then they said, no, we really want one. Okay, take Saul then. And then what happened? That's right. That's right. So that means, like we do, sometimes we let them learn the hard way. Amen. So you see a little kid running around with snow boots in July, feet sweaty, <laughs> looking stupid. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean they had a bad parent. They just might have had a parent that got tired and said, you know what? Do it the way you want. Put the stupid boots on that. <laughs> And they're running around with these stupid snow boots on. I don't know why my mind went there. And they're running around, and then the parents laughing at the door. <laughs> and at some point, the parent says, okay, stop. Get in here and take them boots off. Why? Because now you're a reflection of me. Mm -hmm. And God will never 
Never. He, he says, I will never allow your silly prayers to undermine my glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Or undermine my name and who I am. Thank you, Jesus. So he goes, that's enough. Stop being stupid. Don't ask me for that again. Mm-hmm. I think we're, are we done? John 15, 7. Last one, I think. Is it? Yes. Come on. This is, this is slowly becoming my favorite verse, verse in the Bible. I don't think it's there yet, but it's getting there. Go, Auntie. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. That's the key to prayer. He says, listen, if you stay joined together with me and you follow my teachings, if you do this, you can ask me for whatever you want and you got it. And I go, that answers the question. Do I get the desires of my heart? 100%. But am I all-knowing and sovereign as a God? 100%. But I'm only going to know that If I stay joined with you. Amen. Amen. I'm only going to know that I know a little bit about the Bible. And if I'm responsible in that, you're going to answer everything I ask you for. Because I'm not going to ask you for nothing outside of your word, which means prayer actually helps you stay in God's will. Amen. Even when he says no. Amen. Wow, you give me the desires of my heart. Of course I did, I told you. <laughs> but man, you're such a good father. I am. My kids tell me all the time, you're the best dad. I am. <laughs> I'm not the richest. You know, I, 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 man, I wish I would have done better. I did the best I could with what I had, but man, yes, I'm an amazing father. Thank you. <laughs> and then God, we go, God, you give me the desires of my heart. I sure do. You're my children. Amen. I want what's best for you. I want you to have what you want. But here's the thing. This is one of my, this is starting to be my favorite scripture because this is it's explaining a lot of things for me and it's adjusted my prayer life. But if you Abide. Abide. Remain. Stay. Yeah. Dwell with me. And all the, the little bit of Bible you know, be responsible for that. Yep, yep. And then know what? What my desires are. And then my desires become your desires. Then, man, we got it made in the shade. Amen. So, does he give you what you want? Yeah, 100%. Was Jesus, man, 100%. Was Jesus God? 100%. We, we see we got to have one or the other, or we just split it. So here's the thing. We take that dynamic in prayer. Does he give me what I want? Well, 50-50. But then you hear people pray, oh, no, my prayers change things. Man, I was in the hospital, and I'm sitting there with Marilyn, and I was holding her hand, and I was looking at her, and you don't know how bad I wanted to say, Lord, she's Get her up, raise her up, strengthen her body. And the Lord says, no, she's, she's leaving. She's tired, man. She's ran a good race. Look what she's done for you. See to your sister. 
Amen. Amen. And Carolyn, in her wisdom, she didn't ask. She didn't say, can you pray he'll get you he'll get healed? She didn't do any of that. We just sat there. How damaging would I have done to the family's faith if I would have walked in there with that nonsense? Amen. Now, here's the scary part. I've seen it done. Amen. No, oh, we're believing the Lord. We're going to raise them up. Let's lay hands and put oil. No, let's rebuke the devil. Rebuke the devil. And then they pass away. Then what happened? What, what happened? Right, right, right. See, if you abide in me, my word abides in you. I give you the size of your heart. But I, I, I leave the clause in there that my will will always be done. Always. So I'll finish. Does God give you desires of your heart? 100%. But is God sovereign? He always, he's always going to get his way? 100%. Just like you as a parent. Somebody say amen. Amen. Come on, huh? Prayer, man. Talking about prayer. I'm realizing something. A lot of folks don't know how to pray. I'm realizing something even more scarier. A lot of people don't pray. Prayer is oxygen to the body. Prayer, prayer is water to a fish. Prayer is like grain to, to a deer or cows or whatever. And I'm surprised how many people don't pray. That's why I've been stretching you guys. We had the day of prayer. Everybody took a time and prayed. Everybody do that? Very good, very good. And then we had all night prayer. We stood up here all night. And the people who weren't here, we prayed for you. We had you covered, even though you was at home sleep. We still covered you. And then it's like, then we prayed. Now we're getting ready to fast. They said, how come we couldn't do that? Well, some things come out through fasting and prayer. See, you got to sacrifice sometimes. We want God to stop his life and always move for us. We ain't willing to stop our life at all. At some point, can we stop making our flesh so happy? That's what fasting is. It's saying, listen, this isn't sin. I'm just going to not let you be in control for a while. Because you're always in control. Based on how you feel, how, I, how I'm hungry, my head hurts. And then those of you who are medically know that you're just detoxing anyway. All the crap that you put in your body leaks out when you stop feeding it. But if we, minute our flesh cries, we go, oh, let's take care of the flesh. Sometimes we got to say, no, nah, you know what? We functioning on the spirit right now. My flesh can wait. My flesh is always in charge. You ain't in charge right now. That's what fasting is. He said sacrifice. Can you sacrifice? See, you want God to sacrifice. You want God to move, but you're not willing to sacrifice. You can't be fat and hungry at the same time. <laughs> so fat but that's why people overseas can't stand us I got friends all over the world you guys know that and man I, man, they go they Americans oh that's why they call us you fat Americans you don't know what it's like and I go we don't the poorest people here in America are rich somewhere else we, we don't know how do you praise God when you have to walk through two miles to a well and get water and bring it back. 
How do you praise God when you don't have carpet, your floor is dirt? Oh, and by the way, you're wearing uh, Detroit Lion jerseys that we sent to you. You shouldn't even be wanting to praise God in Detroit Lion jerseys. <laughs> even though they won a few games, you know. But it's just like, man, how do they do that? How do they, how do they fit? How did all these people come, not in cars, they don't have a parking lot, and they're just sitting under a, t- a tarp trying to keep the sun of them, off of them, and they're praising the Lord when we come into heat, when it's cold outside. How are they doing that? How are these little kids praising the Lord on, on their second bowl of oatmeal that they had yesterday? How are they Americans? Oh, you can forget it. We know what the first thing we'll do, God, you don't love us. Because the American way has become the kingdom of heaven. And I go, oh, no, it's not. That's American. We've made church American. No one wants to suffer no more. No one wants to go through. No one wants to grow stronger. No one cares about the loss. And I, you go, and I go, see, that's, I sound like the prophet going, everybody's knee is bowed. And God goes, no, it's not. No, everybody's knee hasn't bowed. There's a remnant, man. And that keeps me, that brings me back down to earth. You're right, Lord. I mean, it's not, everybody's not like that. And, I, and it's not for myself righteous. I don't think I'm the best. It's not, my mind never goes to that. I'm better. It never goes to that. I go, me too. I don't even know if we do church the right way. Is this really how God wants church to be done? I don't know, but you got to do something. And I think he graces it. Everybody say amen to that. So can you see my struggle in prayer? Why? Because the turmoil is inside. And then I'm asking God, I'm asking God. And then God says, I know, but you stay abiding in me. Oh, do you remember the word, right? Oh, yep, God. I'm okay, so Keenan, look, I'm going to give you whatever you want. I'm going to give you whatever you desire. I'm going to give it to you. You're abiding though, right? Yeah, God, I'm abiding. And no, I don't have no unforgiveness in my heart. There's a lot of people I shouldn't forgive, but I have. You know, my emotions, I keep my emotions lower. My emotions, they get to the bed and then I pull them back down. Paul says, I pull this stuff down. To do what? So I can hear you. So I can pray right. Because I know something. I am your agent of change. So you can be legal on the earth. So that means whatever I bind on earth should be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth should be loose in heaven. So that means my first prayer should be, Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if that happens and I agree, I'm going to get everything I want. And if I don't get what I want, well, I give you the, the car blanche to know more than me. So this is, I mean, this, is, this, is, this is what God does. He gives me what I would have asked for if I knew what he knows. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 